We're the Pragmatic Doulas. This is a podcast where we talk all about birth and other interesting things. Birth may be a goddess, but she doesn't want to be worshipped. She wants to be respected. She doesn't want incense. She wants common sense. Good morning. Good morning. Well, if it's nighttime where you are, I always forget that. It's morning for us. It is morning for us. Yeah. It is a morning, a very cold, sunny morning in Scarborough, Ontario, Canada. Yep. They have to bat in Canada because we have international listeners. We do. Don't you know? We do. Yeah. And it's just me and Kim today. Actually, it's just you and half of me. I'm not really really here. We're going to be pretty... Uh, disjointed in the next little while. It's going to be kind of a shitty podcast, I think. We're we're missing last week or the couple of weeks ago. I was away at a birth and you're just coming off of a birth last night. Steph has some crucial client meetings to do Mm -hmm. and then then I'm going to be away. Yep. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to be away. We talk about the source of my current stress. Yes. Me and a bunch of people in my family <clears throat> are going to the Philippines for my son's wedding. And all of that is just a big bunch of stress. Not my son getting married. I think that's great and wonderful and happy. Uh, but the fact that he's getting married in the Philippines is making me so stressed out. The fact that there was a huge volcanic eruption. Well, I was just going to ask, like, wasn't a few days ago? There? Yes. <laughs> it's not helping. It's not adding to my stress levels. But everything, he keeps assuring me, mom, mom, everything's fine. It's fine. If it was dangerous, I wouldn't let you guys come, blah, blah, blah. But, oh my God, I'm so stressed out. I can't wait to just sit in the plane, put my eye mask on. (laughs) I'm going to do what I do at home. I'll put my headphones on. I'll put Friends on Netflix because that's, Friends is my sedative. It's my bedtime story. I want to hear all of those voices. Yep arguing about whatever they're arguing about and I will just go to sleep. That's my plan. It's a good plan. Yeah. That's when my stress will effectively ease up. We'll talk about stress. I was I posted the other day on Sunday like I have I have the stress of being a single mom, mm-hmm. looking after elderlies, mm-hmm. worrying about my bills being paid, mm-hmm. all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um World War 3. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Looming over all of our heads. Right. The fires in Australia, which is like breaking my heart yes, internally. Yes, yeah. And then I'm sitting there Sunday morning. Was it Sunday morning or Saturday morning when the fucking nuclear plant? Oh thing, God! I think it was Saturday morning. Yeah, like nuclear. There's a nuclear uh, power plant. Power plant. Seventeen because I looked it yeah. up. Seventeen kilometers from where I live. Is it 17 for you? It's 17 for it's me. It's 18 for me. Isn't that crazy? But it's because I live so much farther yes. north than you. Yes. Yeah. I'm closer yes. to it that way. Yes. Like horizontally. Yes. But vertically, I'm farther away. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So I'm like, okay. So that they have this, this warning goes off like a, like a, an amber alert goes off on yeah. my phone that, you know, if you are within 10 kilometers, you will need to take precautions or this or that or whatever. Oh, my God. But they send it to everybody in the province. That's the thing. They sent it to everybody. everybody. Yeah. Like some, some woman on this Facebook group that I'm on, they're like, I'm 423 kilometers away. <laughs> but I bet she talks like that. I'll bet she's in northern Ontario. <laughs> she's in North Bay, but she sounds like she's from Kentucky. <laughs> what yeah. is it, honey? Yes. 
that it just it was taking too long and I have to go to school. Okay, I'll take care of the toilet. Thank you, honey. Just turn the water off. Okay. Have a nice day, Thomas. That that is my son who is going into work, uh, going into school late because he dropped his first period class. So yeah, smarty kids. Anyway, so yeah, stress <clears throat> level is at like we have nuclear warnings. Moment. I'm like, for fuck's sake. That- I know. Like I literally sat on that couch and went. Why the fuck did I get up? Like, I want to actually go back into bed, yeah. crawl into a little hole, and just die. Because at this point, I don't know what else to do. Were you one of the people who got the iodine pills that they sent out a few years ago? No. Um, but they sold, like, 32,000 iodine They pack- did, They sold them? After this warning went out. Oh. Oh, people started buying people them. People started <clears throat> stockpiling it. Yeah. I... Even though I live 18 kilometers away yeah. from you, I did get it in the mail for free. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't get that. I don't even know where I'm they are sure now. I'm not sure I would... Anything that came in the mail for free and is a pill, I'm not sure I'm taking it. <laughs> it doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound quite Especially right. Because it comes from the government. <laughs> the government cares about you and your radiation levels. <laughs> yeah. I'm still going, uh, is this really the government? Let yeah. me just check all the spelling of Ontario. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, so generally speaking, overall, I think the whole entire world is stressed out. I really do. Oh, it, without a doubt. Everything, everywhere is stressed out. Mm-hmm. So I, I know that I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. Tell us your stories of the stress in your life. Yeah. What are you dealing with? Send them to thepragmaticdoulas at gmail.com. What's happening in your life? What's happening in your city, your state, your province, yeah. your and country? If you're from Australia, please tell us. Email yeah, us what's and happening? Tell us. What tell it's us like. Yeah, Is if you're okay. okay? If, oh my god, it's so horrible. I mean, there's been there's been loss of human life there, which is tragic. Mm-hmm. Um, but the animal loss, the wildlife loss, the wildlife yeah. loss, yes. and the entire species yeah. going extinct yeah. because of this is yeah. it. It makes me sick to my stomach, actually. Yeah. And then on top of all that, so I made a, I was going to tell you, I made a grandiose decision last night um, when I went to take a break during this birth, which Mm -hmm. was an amazing birth. It was so good. It was what I needed a birth to be Mm -hmm. from the last four. Compared to the last batch you have had, yeah. The last four have been so stressful. And at the one before this, I told you guys I had... I didn't think I was having a panic attack until I looked at my Fitbit that said I'd done 300 minutes of um, cardio, cardio <laughs> when in reality, and all I was doing was sitting there, when mm-hmm. in reality what was happening was is I was having a panic attack mm-hmm. and my heart mm-hmm. was racing, even though I didn't feel it, mm-hmm. um, or I was ignoring it. So that happened again last night, um, mm. as soon as I, or yesterday, because it was, I started the birth in the morning. Um as soon as I got, well, as soon as I walked into the hospital, from walking from the parking lot, I had, and then a couple of hours later, looked at my Fitbit, just because nothing was happening, and just random. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, 292 minutes of cardio, and literally, besides, you know, pushing on her back, and you know, sitting and, and telling her to breathe and whatnot, I was doing zero stren- strenuous stuff, mm-hmm. zero physical stuff. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even walking. Yeah. And so, hence another panic attack. So, <sighs> I had been debating doing this 
for a little bit. And I, I kind of, after the last birth, I thought, yeah, no, this is going to be, I got to take a break. But then got uh, an email for an interview and like, yeah, we really want to interview with you, you know. Okay. I thought, all right, all right. But it was the hospital that I really didn't want to work at anymore. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> so I made the interview. All right. I made the appointment. Sch scheduled the interview. Yeah. And then last night I'm like, I can't. Yeah. I, I literally, like, as amazing as this couple was and as beautiful as this, this birth went and it, everything just went the way it was supposed to. Yeah. The way I imagine birth is supposed to go. Yeah. There was always a little voice inside my head saying, leave. Mm-hmm. Leave. Mm. Pick up your stuff and walk out. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the bigger side of my head going, you're an idiot. You're <laughs> fine. Everything's going great. Do mm -hmm. your fucking job that mm -hmm. you've been paid for. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> so, so I decided last night that I'm going to cancel that interview and I'm going to. I don't know if I'm leaving birth entirely. Mm -hmm. That remains to be seen. Mm -hmm. um, but I am going to have to take... A step back. A step back yeah. and, and not attend births mm -hmm. and not even interview for births. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. If, if you decide that you're not going to, yeah. you're just going to take a step back. It needs yeah. to be a complete step back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, of course, I'm going to have to figure out another what way What am I going to do pay? instead? How am I going to pay my bills? Because it's, <laughs> it's not just you saying, I'm stepping back from births and I'm filling that space with days on the beach. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You've got to fill it with more work, different work. <laughs> Some kind of different work. Yep, I know. So, mm. But I think it's gotten to the point where the fact that I'm having panic attacks and I can't even feel them. Yeah, yeah. It means I'm, my body, this is the way my head sees it. My body is on, or my mind is on autopilot. My body is reacting with a visceral thing. Yeah. But my mind is in shutdown mode going, I don't have time to think about this. This shit is happening, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. But my body's still going, whoa, wait a minute here. Mm -hmm. Danger, Will Robinson, yeah. right? Yep. Yep. So that there's there's a disconnect in my body and mm -hmm. mind mm -hmm. that I have to fix. Yeah. And I know... It's time that you need to do that. Yeah. I can't not. So in how do you feel about the decision? I actually feel okay about the decision. Do you feel relieved? I don't know if I feel relieved. I think part of my problem is is that I've blocked out. I'm basically putting on hold any emotion, any relief, any anything. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of numb is maybe the word. Yeah. I can't feel anything at the moment. Yeah. And that's not a good thing either. No. no. Yeah. I my head tells me this is the right decision. Maybe it's too soon after the birth. It's yeah. just last night. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm still. Yeah, I, yeah. You're still I'm getting over four that. Hours you're, sleep. Yeah, you're post birth, right? <laughs> Immediate post birth. Exactly. I haven't had my McDonald's yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I offered to bring you some. I know, no, no. I need, I need a burger. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, um, but, but yeah. So I think that's. We'll see what happens. I mean, the last time I decided, last time I decided to do this, the universe dragged me back, kicking and screaming. Mm. So I'm like, oh, oh you've fuck. made this decision before. Oh, I've done. Yeah, I've made this decision years ago. Mm. Years ago, I made this decision that I was never going to do this again. Oh. Um, I've never had when, when I was thought. still financially stable. Yeah. Yeah. 
And now I am when no you had longer. The, when you had the financial freedom to make that decision. <laughs> exactly. Now I do not, but yeah. it has to happen or else I'm, or else You're I'm going to crack. You're going to crack up. Yeah. Yeah. No. It is only recently that I've started to plot mm-hmm. my exit from mm-hmm. actual births. Not doula work, not mm-hmm. birth work entirely, just the attendance at birth. Or maybe... Uh, let's say the attendance at overnight births. Yes. <laughs> if people could guarantee that your birth will happen between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m., I'm there. Yeah. I can do it. Um, <laughs> apparently, it doesn't work that way. No. I've been told. Uh, so it's only recently, I would say over the last year, that I have started toying with the idea of how am I going to make that work. I don't feel that I'm about, I'm not ready to step back yet, but it's looming. Yeah. I feel it looming. I said to somebody the other day, I think I have a good seven more years or so of births in me because I was sort of forecasting out. I'll, I'll keep attending births till I'm 60. As soon as it came out of my mouth, somebody said, are you fucking crazy? <laughs> seven more years? So I've had to amend that that forward vision. That timeline, yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe a couple more years. Yeah. I think when I'm 55, I'm going to kind of, I'm aiming for that. When I'm 55, I'm going to wrap it up. So a couple more years. Yeah. And yeah, got to figure out, well, so what are you going to do instead? Well, that's just it. And I, and I think for me, and, and I think you may feel this as well. I mean, I think for me, I think I can, I think I have something in me to still contribute to the birth world. Yes. I, you know, again, mentoring, teaching, you know, things like that. And the funny thing was about this birth last night is usually by the time I end a long birth, because let's be real, this was... For me being there, this was a long birth, but mm-hmm. mentally, yes. this was an extremely long birth. You know, you guys birth. know what we're talking about. It starts as soon as they call you and they yeah. say they're going in. Well, this was and an induction. Starts. Yes. This was oh, an induction that... Oh, these yeah. days? Yeah. Fuck, an induction? Oh. Um, for gestational diabetes, mm-hmm. this baby was not even seven pounds. What? And the induction is probably because, of oh, we're afraid of macrosomia. Having a big baby. Yeah, we're afraid of that because you're GD. Yeah. So, yeah. well, okay. GD this. Bitch. <laughs> so, anyways, um, they were supposed to go in on Monday. Mm-hmm. Then they got bumped to Tuesday they went in. Or they were getting bumped to Wednesday, but Tuesday night they went in to get the Cervidil, which I was surprised was even in existence. Mm-hmm. I thought that was shorted. Mm-hmm. That was Tuesday. And baby wasn't born well, the until... the truck arrived, don't you know? The truck full of Cervidil. It pulled up. <laughs> Big tanker truck and like, Cervidil. Yeah, and just dumped all the Cervidil <clears throat> into the hospital. Um, so that... The induction literally started at 6.30 Tuesday night with the Cervidil. Yep. But there were so many people. There was no room at the inn. Yeah. That that baby... They didn't get admitted until Thursday morning. So it's like they put the call out to everybody and says, hey, you guys, we've got a new supply, a, a new okay. stock of Cervidil in. So everybody, come on down and get yourself your Cervidil. Last night, mm. in the span of an hour and a half at this hospital, there were five births. In an hour and a half. In an hour and a half. Shit. And I'm not talking a downtown Toronto no, hospital. No, this is sort of a, one of the suburban sort of hospitals yeah. outside the downtown core. Wow. I don't even, like, I'm not even sure they do that much at Sinai. In an hour yeah, and a in half. an hour and a half? Five babies? That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And, so and I saw two couples walk in when I was coming in, and they were not in labor. Mm-hmm. So you know those were inductions. Yes. Yes. 
Yeah. So, and then by the time the baby was born, it was what a.m.? Like 1.30? Yeah. 1.30 a.m. So three and a half days. Yes. That's madness. It is utter, utter madness. Yeah. And the birth workers who are at home, you'd think, oh, well, so you weren't actually at the birth. No. It no. is so stressful. So it, you can't do anything. Wednesday night, I barely slept. Yeah. I think I got four hours. Yeah. Thursday, I was with them. Yeah. So got four hours. Yeah. Because I got it this morning. Mm-hmm. So I'm on two days of like really not sleeping at all, Mm -hmm. which look, this is not a complaint because I know this, this is what I signed up for. Mm -hmm. But what I was going to say was physically, I was actually pretty good. And really I have some pretty, I have some pretty serious physical issues with my legs and whatnot Mm -hmm. right now. Um, And it didn't help that, and this was probably why I didn't sleep on Wednesday night is I ate so much fucking sugar. <laughs> I stress ate literally an entire box of Lucky Charms. Oh, um, Lucky Charms? That shit's good. Oh, gosh. I can feel my blood sugar climbing right now. <laughs> I need an insulin shot just thinking about eating Lucky Charms. I know. I probably have diabetes. I don't know. Oh, but my God. My body was in so much pain leading up to that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but really, this birth physically for me actually didn't go too badly. Yeah. yeah. So it was the emotional, the mental stuff. Yes. yes. My my mental health at this point in time with births and all the other bullshit I have to deal with in my life. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much more I can do. I mean, do we have a topic? We do have a topic. <laughs> it's all right. We're only we're only seventeen minutes in. I'm. I mean, I often tell myself every time I'm approaching a birth, every time like there's a, bo- a birth, lo- like a due date looming a week away. And I mean, a lot of you work in collectives and you work together with other doulas so you can, you guys can share that m- mental burden, but we don't, we work sort of independently. And when I have a birth, it's mine and you have a birth, it's yours. Yeah. <clears throat> when a birth is looming, I, I slowly start to get a little bit more anxious, a little bit more anxious, yes. a little bit more anxious. And I, I, Make myself plan things anyways. Yes. I plan oh, yes. everything I need to plan anyway. I do not say, oh, no, I can't. The only thing I won't do is, like, plan something to go, like, far, yeah, yeah, far yeah. away. I won't d- plan, like, a big trip or something no. around a due date. But I'm talking about, like, meetings and other client yeah. Client visits, going to the grocery stuff like store. That. You know, you life. You plan your life. Then when you get that text or that call saying, oh, we're going in. Or they told us to come in at 6 on Tuesday or whatever the thing is. Or even when they say, "Mm, I think my water broke. Or I kind of feel like I'm having contractions. Things are starting. That's when you really start to think to yourself, okay, there's no way to know from that point when you actually are going to be actively on duty in the hospital with your clients. Yes. That space of time there, that I find very stressful. Yes. Even though I'm still going through my stuff. I'm going to go to the grocery store. I'm going to do this, go to this meeting. I'm going to do all that stuff, but it hangs and hangs over and then you got to check in every few hours. I haven't figured out a way to make it less stressful. I don't know if there is a way to make it less stressful. I don't don't know if there is because it is very, uh, it feels very heavy. It almost, I mean, we talk about, you know, that limbo being in in birth limbo. Mm-hmm. It's I'm like gonna get some water. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like it's almost like birth purgatory. It's yes. like you don't know where things are going. You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And I have to say, you know, you're saying, you know, we do this individually, and you know, we don't work in a collective per se. Yeah. But I have to say, you know, I rely 
you took two of my classes this week because of all this. Yeah. And honestly, that in itself was a giant That's, stress well, reliever. It's true. It's true. <clears throat> I would say that too. Knowing that if the shit hits the fan and I have to go and I have a class and there's a conflict, yeah. knowing that I have that backup, yeah. um, I would I would have quit births a long time ago. If I did yes. it, if if it was me, if I was teaching stress, by myself, that no. stress of, no. of of disappointing the hospital uh -huh. that pays me to do this, uh -huh. um, and twenty four people, yep, who yeah. are waiting, who are expecting this fantastic weekend yep. series, and then it's canceled. Yeah, so it's it's disappointing so and, many. And people. my biggest fear is that you know, if we cancel any classes. I'm the fired. The like, hospital's going to get fed up. And yeah, say, they're going to go, oh, no, we don't need these classes. Yeah. We don't need doulas to do this. We want people who are going to show up all the time. Exactly. Um, who, who don't have births interfering with, mm -hmm. uh, with our schedule. And we had two issues already. With, with I had to cancel a class because I was sick. Mm -hmm. Well, I, had a, I wasn't physically sick. I had a mental breakdown, uh -huh. basically. Mm -hmm. um, and then they scheduled a class that we weren't going to teach over the holidays, holidays. And that got canceled. So I could not. And, and here's what's looming in my head now. I'm teaching this weekend. Yeah. Like f four days before I have to go away. Right. It's killing me, the idea that I have to teach this weekend. But I have to do it because I need the money. Yeah. But there's a snowstorm coming. Oh, Right. But you know what? I mean, I had that on the weekend. So they say. It's really hard to tell. Well, Sunday. how horrible it's going to be. They were like, Sunday oh, was supposed to be. Rain. Oh, my God, it's going to be terrible. Freezing rain. You know, stay off the roads. Yes, da, 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 da. I had a big meeting on Saturday that I canceled due yeah. to this forecast. And it just was, it didn't turn icy on Saturday. There was one couple. Because I said to them on Saturday, I said, look, I'm going to be here <laughs> because I'm not canceling this class. Though I was willing to move the class to this Sunday mm -hmm. if I needed to, but I only get one actual weekend off a month. Yeah. Um, so really so you guard to. it with your life. Um, so I said, I'm going to be here. You guys decide what mm -hmm. you want to do. Mm -hmm. That's up to you. You're grown-up adults. You decide whether you're going to come or not. But I'm coming. because, And I had already worked out the routes that didn't include the Don Valley Parkway that was absolutely going to be flooded. Mm -hmm. um, and it was. And it was. Um, and, yeah, only one couple didn't show up. Mm. So out of 12 couples... Yeah. One didn't show up. Yeah. Now, one woman actually did come from my Wednesday class, but she was actually in the hospital already. Okay. <laughs> they, Doesn't count. She didn't no, have to hit the road. No. They gave her a day pass to come down and mm -hmm. for the rest of the class. But, um, but yeah, that whole idea of contingencies. I mean, this is why this look. This is why women do this work because we are the queens. Yeah. The empresses yes. of. Yes. Contingency, contingency plans. plans. Yeah. We have backup plan, plan A, B, C, Z. all the way down through the alphabet. We've yeah. got backup plans. Backups yes. for backups. And people always ask you, well, what if you can't attend the birth? You know, do you have a backup? Listen. Listen, I have backups for my backups. <laughs> I have so much yeah. backup. Yeah. It's not even funny. Yeah. Because I can't, because the stress of not having you be with somebody if it's not me will kill me. It will kill me. This is what. And anybody out there who's a parent, and I'm assuming most of the people listening to this podcast, I'm going to make a big assumption that most of you are parents who identify as mothers yeah, and who fulfill that role in the traditional sort of mother way that we've all been raised to do, most of us. Uh, my 
ex-husband, my children's father, paid for them to attend this trip to their mm-hmm. brother's wedding in Asia. So I'm not belittling that. That's a lot of money yeah. that he's paid that he paid for two of his children to attend this birth, this birth, this, <laughs> this wedding. wedding. But can I tell you the emotional burden? And the mental stress of planning the trip. So he just wired some money. He sent the money to me. He threw money at it. He threw money to me. And then said, okay, great. Now the kids can come. As if that's that. Can I tell you to make sure everybody's got their toiletries and suitcases and hotel reservations and transportation reservations. And and wedding outfits, outfits. And I made beautiful snack bags for my adult children to take home and play with them. All of that has put three times more stress on me yes. than if I just had to plan this trip from, uh, if by it was myself. Just if it was you. just me going. If it's just me planning a trip, it's fun. It's actually it's exciting, exciting. It's exciting, right? yes. But yeah, other, it's, other it's, adults, it's no. And um, he doesn't get that. No. He doesn't get it. No. Now, that's not to say there aren't dads out there that do take that burden on. And that sure, there does, are. Does have there are. Stress. It's not him, though. He's yeah. not in that club. It's <laughs> not in that club. If you got one of those guys... Good for you. That's fantastic. <laughs> but he's not in that club. He didn't even apply to be in that club. He doesn't even know that club exists. And so he feels he that knew he wouldn't get he's into done the club, his part. So he, he didn't even Yeah. So he figures that that's it. That that's all he needs to do is to pay the money. That's right. But emotional stress is Oh my god. The older I get, the more I realize that um it's it's so I would rather take this trip and do five stopovers by myself. Yes. Than do what than do what I've had to do over the last month because we're just coming off Christmas. Yes. And birthdays. Yes. In my we've got two more birthdays oh, on yeah. the trip. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it, I I can't I can't even it's just I have fifty more gray hairs. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Chris is going to look at me and say, whoa, mom, what happened? And I'm like, I'll be like, shut you, up, you I'm are, here. You are not Obama on no. <laughs> inauguration day. You are Obama on the final day. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. And I'll just say, shut up, I'm here. I showed up. That's all. I don't even care about anything anymore. Yeah. Just going. Yeah. I love you, son. Shut, shut the up. fuck up. <laughs> we just do this, please, so I can go lie on the beach. Yeah, get married. I got a book to read. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So now that we've vented and kibitzed and yeah. made life can you, you decisions. Can you guys just cheer us up? Yeah. Cheer us up. Yeah, send on. us your happy stories. Send us some Send me sunshine. pictures of otters. I love otters. Oh, I love pictures of little uh, videos of puppies doing silly things. I love videos of babies laughing. That's what I'm going to do when I go home. There you go. Look at babies laughing. Babies cra- babies cracking up when you tear a piece of paper and the baby cracks up so hard they fall over. Those bring me no end of joy. I'm going to go home and look at some of those videos later. I, yeah. follow, I started following a Twitter account because Twitter's full of so much awfulness called In Otter News. That's <laughs> Little videos and pictures of so it's full the of most so much awfulness, but also so much delicious goodness, ah, so yes. much joy. Yeah. So, so yeah. what is our topic today mm-hmm. is, in case you cared, because we're now thirty minutes in. Yeah. Did you stay with us all this time? Yeah. If you're like, God, are they ever going to get to? The we should put a, a warning at the the thing that says 
we finally get to the topic around uh, 30 minutes. At least 20 minutes yeah. in. You can fast forward if you, want, don't wanna, yeah. if you don't want to hear our banter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah do that. We don't care. We don't care what you do after after we record. Just yeah, download true. it and, you know, listen yeah. in pieces if you like. Yeah. I do that with some podcasts. I, it takes me three days to listen to a podcast. <laughs> Sometimes it does. You know, depending on how far I have to drive. Mm. So yeah. our topic today is... Um, Doula hacks. doula hacks. Yeah. So we had asked for some doula hacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, we virtually got nothing, but we did get a few things. Mm-hmm. Um, so doula, what, what's a doula hack? So a doula hack is, in my head, uh, something that you do that helps, that maybe isn't something that you necessarily learned in your class, mm-hmm. in your training. Mm-hmm. Um, something that you sort of gleaned along the way. Something you think you invented. Yeah. Um, and maybe you did, maybe you didn't. Yeah. Um, something you learned from a nurse, even, or a mm-hmm. doctor or something. Mm-hmm. So what are your... Maybe we'll go back and forth. What, what's a doula hack that you... So the first one that I want to talk about is, a, is an actual um, program... Now, everybody has their own way uh, of keeping track of clients, Mm -hmm. keeping track of client contact information, where you are in your work with your client, whether they've paid, whether they've signed the contract, et cetera, et cetera. I've played with so many different ways of doing it. Finally, I gave up and I just was, I just used paper as horrible as it sound, sound, I used used paper. I love paper. And I, I didn't, yeah, I did like it. I had like different colored paper Mm -hmm. for different forms, um, papers for potential client information, um, uh, contact information. I had a tracking sheet that I created. I had this fabulous array mm-hmm. of forms. Mm-hmm. And as the years went by, I started to feel I, I wanted to go paperless. Mm-hmm. I love paper. I've diverted my love of paper into other things. This I decided Agendas. to let go. Agendas. <laughs> planners. I still want a paper planner. Um, so... I, I, I've looked on different different forums and people would say, oh, try Dubsado or... I've heard a lot of people say that and one. Some, uh, all these bunch of different things. And I tried them all out and never liked any of them. And I don't like them because they're... Some of them are customizable, but not to the point yes. that it works for me. Because mm-hmm. there are things I don't do that other doulas do and mm-hmm. things I don't really care about. But yes. they're there. And if they're blank, then they stress me out. Exactly. And then there are doula programs, mm-hmm. I, I can't even think of any of them right now, that are specially made for doulas. And even those ones stressed me out yeah. because of the way they were organized and it didn't fit. Or they assumed that I did certain things that I didn't do right. or vice yeah. versa. And those stressed me out too. So I kind of thought, oh, whatever. Yeah. And one day I was chatting with a client of mine about this problem. And he told me about this program called Airtable. And again, inside of me, I was like, yeah, right, whatever. It's probably going to be one. Another stupid one. You get stupid thing. Yeah. And he actually sat down with me and said, no, look, this is how it works. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I was so doubtful. I was like, nah, this is too good to be true. <laughs> so I took it. I went home. It is free. Yes. I mean, of course, there are there's a free version. Section, yeah, yeah, there's a paid version and so on. I don't need the paid version. The free version suits me fine. And you can literally customize it exact. There are lots of templates. Yes. Thousands of templates, yes. actually. Um, but I use the, the blank versions yep. so that I can create my own fields and records and tables. And it has revolutionized. I agree. My doula 
document keeping. I absolutely agree. Now I've got a stack of paper forms that are, <laughs> that are, gonna that be are filed away. No, I'm just going to, like the blank ones, I'm just going to, I leave uh, blank paper for my grandkids when they come over yes. so they can color and draw. Exactly. But yeah, people, if you're looking for a way of keeping your your doula files yeah. uh, and your documents paperless and really easy to understand, check out Airtable. It's a web-based yes. program, so you do need to have Wi-Fi or something to access it. That's the only criticism yes. I have about it. But it's searchable. You can sort it. So let's say you want to find out how many clients gave birth in 2019. You can organize it in a way. Yep. It is it is better than Excel because people are like, well, why don't you just do like Excel spreadsheets? Nope. It, it's better than that. Yep. It's prettier. Yep. Than Excel, and we started using it for the yeah, podcast. Yeah, so I was gonna say like I have, so I started, but I started using Airtable for my clients. Mm -hmm. Um, and this client I had yesterday was kind of the first one that I really did. I did it for the one before that. Yeah. Didn't really get too much into it, but this one, this client was amazing. Like when you ask, how many times do you ask a client, and they, you know, okay, after your doctor visit, you know, just update me with yes. what happened, and then like maybe three days afterwards, like yeah. Everything was fine. GBS negative, and that's like literally the most yeah. information you get. Yeah. This client sent me would send me like a novel. Like she'd write a you a whole whole amount. This is what happened. This is what was said. This is all the stuff that's going on. This is the test I had to like literally full emails mm -hmm. of information. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, I love you. Mm -hmm. I love Thank you. you. Yeah. But so I used it and I started putting it. To I started putting it all together mm -hmm. on the Tuesday when they were in do so. Yes. I, yeah. You can do this as you go, though. Yeah. Um, but, like, what happened in the first prenatal visit? Yes. Um, so that That's includes, what I have. Yeah. So that includes, like, all the, the birth plan stuff. Yes. Um, and then these are the updates that she sent. And so what did you do? Just copy? I just copy and pasted copy it and in. You can copy and paste. What, if, you're, if your client sends you a text yep. or a WhatsApp message, you can yep. just copy and paste it and bing, put it into Airtable. Exactly. I've done that too. And then throughout, I had labor and birth notes. So throughout yep. the labor, I would update, you know, what right happened. Right onto Airtable. Yeah. And yep. then that's it. And then their postnatal visit, they have a couple of postnatal visits and then any calls and texts that they have. So that the next... And I don't know why I'm doing this because I'm clearly I've decided I'm retiring. But <laughs> what will happen is the next time they have a baby, yeah, you can go through go and through go. It. Oh my god, oh, that's yeah, exactly what I remember what that. Happens. This is what's happened. This is yeah, a, yeah like you have an idea of sort mm. of the who it's this client beautiful. is. It's a beautiful system. Love it. I love Thank it so much for telling me. Oh, about and it. the best part for those of you who work together, I know some yes. of our super fans, the Dynamic Duelists of London, and they work together. Yes, you can update it. So on our podcast yeah, yes. on our podcasting base yes kim can change something on there and it populates immediately and stephanie immediately and I immediately have access to it and then i can write something in and yep. it's, it's right there so it's shareable yeah. among whoever you want to share it with absolutely it is great yeah i have my birth clients on one base postpartum clients i have yes. podcasting stuff i have some other stuff i do with the mid the the practice and it's it's all so neatly organized. Yes. And you open it up and then it's all there. Yeah. If you want just client contacts, due dates, whatever. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. So that's my first really big hack that I gotta tell you. If you're struggling and trying to find a system that works to keep your clients, your notes, your documents, 
everything about each and every one of your clients, yep. try Airtable. And the thing is, too, like at this point, especially if you're a new doula, you may not know what you need to know or what mm -hmm. you want to collect. Mm -hmm. But because this is adaptable and changeable, yes. you just change as you yeah, go. It can, you can change it. You learn, new, oh, I'm going to start doing this or I'm going to change this around. Then yep. you can do it easily. And you do that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. Airtable. So if that's you, my big hack. Hey, Airtable, we will... If you want I know. to pay us money, right? we if you should... want to pay us money, we will we will advertise for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we're not getting any we're not getting paid for any of this. This is no. just our whole thing. I don't even know who to call to say <laughs> pay yeah. us for talking about you. Exactly. Yeah. Um all right, so that's a great you have hack. hack. Yeah. So let's go one hack that I have that I do, and I know this is probably not new or original or anything like that. Um is when I go, so oftentimes the birthing parent is hot and sweaty mm -hmm. and just, especially as you get towards the end and transition and pushing uh -huh. and whatnot. But I spent a lot of time running back and forth with the to with wet cloths from the bathroom. But oftentimes I'm, what's between me and the bathroom to do that is like people and beds and all sorts of, and Stuff. delivery yeah. equipment and things like that. So what I've, done what I've started doing is getting those just before pushing really gets started is or just before things really start taking off is getting those kidney bowls those stupid kidney bowls yep. that are so dumb for vomiting yep. um going out putting ice and water in it then grabbing about three washcloths three or four washcloths yes, and putting, putting them, them in inside it. it yeah yeah the ice melts as time goes on but then you have Cold cloths that you can just keep replacing yes. and keep replacing, so you don't have to run anywhere. Love it. And I'll, yes, I'll leave it right at the side too. of the bed. Yes, um, so I can do that, or partner can do it. Um, and a lot of people, wow, that's a great idea. And I'm like, yeah, that is a great. I can't remember who told me about it or who I saw do that. Yeah, but it's been a it's I been a life changer. Who, I don't remember who told me about it too, but a long time ago, I, I actually use jugs. Sometimes they have jugs and sometimes, oh, yeah, they, sometimes don't. they don't. Yeah. If you, I, I like the jug because they're deeper. Yes. Uh, and you fill it up with ice and water and then stick the or the washcloths in there. You could use um, if you wanted something a little deeper. Is the the pea hats. Pea hats are good too. Just that they take up a lot of space on the that's, night table. Yeah, that's, that's all. True. But they are deeper than the kidney bowls. Yeah. And I put three washcloths in there too and yep. just change them out. I actually do it at the beginning. As soon as I get there. Oh, okay. Yeah. To make it, I, after I kind of greet my clients and so on, I kind of Go act on, as if I, up. yeah, as if I've got like lots of important set up <laughs> things to do. And that's one of them. I'm going to get this because you might feel hot and sweaty. Yeah. And then I get the, the bowl of the thing of ice and... And yeah. on all the other stuff. Yeah. That's a doula hack is how to how to look like you're busy. Just start. Did you get a birth ball? Did you get a peanut ball? Well, let's yep. just get them. Let's just gather all the things that we need. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. That's what I do. All right. Um, well, speaking of keeping people cold, I, I have another hack to keep to talk about hot too. When people need heat on their back or in other places uh, for compression or to help with, you know, warm them up for massage or whatever. Most people will use these those magic bean bag thingies yes. that you put yeah. in the microwave. Those are great. Those are fine. I really like them. I have a couple of them that I always have with me too. Yeah. But one day, I went to a birth and it was missing. So oh, okay. my daughter used it for. She went in my birth bag and took it out. Used it because she was having period cramps or something. Look, if you have period pain, you need a mother who's a doula. That's right. Because you always are like <laughs> rummaging around. Do you have something for this or that? I know you have stuff in your birth bag. Yeah. Um. 
So I was like, uh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I took a Ziploc bag, yes. which I did have in my birth bag for whatever reason. I always have Ziploc bags. <laughs> I'm literally random, going to put Ziploc bags in my Random bag. Ziploc bags. And I buy like the good quality sturdy ones. Yes. Freezer bags. Yes, the freezer bags. Yes. Yes. Not the sandwich bags. No. The freezer bags. Freezer, heavy duty freezer bags. If it says heavy duty, even better. Yeah. And then I got a couple of washcloths and I got them, I made them wet. Yeah. So they were like sopping wet, put them inside the Ziploc bag, leave the Ziploc bag open. Leave for, it open. Don't clo- lock it because if you do that, then it's going to explode. Yeah. Leave it open, put it in the microwave. It is hot, hot, hot. So and then have a towel, wrap it up. An amazing heat pad. It lasts forever. Really? If you zip it up, lock it tight. Yeah. As soon as you take it out of the microwave and like bring the towel with you into the pantry. Because it'll be hot. It'll be hot. Zip it up and wrap it up right away. Yeah. It lasts longer than the magic bean bags. I could really? not believe how long this thing lasted. That's amazing. I stuck it right when my client had an epidural and she, you know she's lying on her side and they have the wedge pillow wedged behind her back. Yeah. And I stuck it behind her. Yeah. Between her and the wedge pillow so she could like lean against it. Yes. Like not her not down where the epidural was, but a little bit. She was just having an achy back. Yes. Oh, it was her bum. For some reason, her bum was killing her. The muscles in her bum. Right. Now I remember. And I put it right there. And then she was just leaning against it, and it was awesome. Now, and just a side note, forever. you do have to be careful with yeah. heat and cold on people with epidurals um, because they can't feel if they're being burned. Yes. Right. Well, that's why you use a towel and you wrap exactly. it up. Exactly. And you just put it there, and she just felt comfortable with yeah. that. Absolutely. Yeah. I might be getting it mixed up where we used it. Right. <laughs> But trust me, that it will hold heat. Yeah, I've used it higher up when that haunch. Yes, yeah, because um, it won't really feel the heat de- lower down. It, yeah, it's lower down. I'm, I think that before she had the epidural, it was her bum. We I were just, like, this is going to uh, sound horrible, but we were fisting her in yes. the ass. <laughs> like we both had fist pressing her in. And then I think later on when she had the epidural, it was probably up here. Shoulders. And- yes. Forever it holds the heat. So what I've done too in epidurals when even though that um, they've got an epidural but their back is still so achy or they've got that pressure of back labor happening, mm-hmm. which the epidural doesn't always take away, Yeah, is I've had her partner on one side and me on the other side and she's sort of sitting in bed and we just got our fists in there right underneath yeah. and she's yeah. just leaning back into our fists yeah. and not like you have it one way and then you turn it so yeah. that it's really pressing yeah. in there yeah and that has been very helpful mm-hmm. of i've my hands have come out looking like flat pancakes yeah. after that yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. um so we had a i asked for doula hacks a while ago and we got uh from the dynamic doulas of london yeah. we love them mm-hmm. um their suggestion was save all doula now we have a problem with <laughs> We have a problem already? We have a slight problem with this one. It's fine. Um, save all doula clients uh, in your phone with an icon that says doula client. So if your kids and husband see it come up, they know it's important. Well, I had said this to what? Steph and Steph's like, what the fuck cares what you <laughs> your friends think your family thinks? Why are they looking at your phone anyways? Who, who's going to be... If anybody in my family went on my phone and... and 
had to make a decision about what to delete based on icons that that just doesn't have who the well fuck i is think doing it's a matter that? of like when the phone rings if it's there and the phone rings and it says dual a client then your family isn't going to get upset that you're answering the phone you're not ignoring them it's oh is that what client. they meant i think that's what save they meant, their yeah. contact in like their phone information yep yeah, so that when it comes up and it goes says doula client, then you know that that's for, um, that's your doula client and partner, Listen, family, kids. Other people's families are much more <laughs> intimate and close than mine because my people in my house don't look at my phone if the phone rings. My phone's never out of my hand. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> if my phone rings they and I'm not near it, they'll say, Mom, your phone is ringing. Yeah, and they usually pick it up and run to me. <laughs> They might pick it up and bring it to me if I leave my phone somewhere and say, your phone is ringing. And they always just assume yeah, it's a doula client my or life, a family member. My life member. is such that the only people that call me are doula clients. So <laughs> I'm yeah. super lame. So just have... I, no, I'll tell you this. For myself, when I do put a client name in my... I do put... Uh, First name only, Rebecca client, yep. Rebecca yes. slash client. Yes. Because sometimes I'll see, you know, Rebecca Smith come up and I'm like, who the fuck is Rebecca Smith? <laughs> it's true. I won't answer it because I'll be like, whoever you fucking are, you'll just wait. <laughs> yeah. I know leave, that leave about, message. <laughs> I know that about myself that I will do that. So I do tend to put Rebecca slash client yeah. yes. just so that I know, okay, it's not just some like rando calling me. Yeah. Because that happens too. You get people calling you who are just, you know, that's happened to me three times. I've had a client. Week. I've had a client call me, the dad call me, mm-hmm. and it was in the middle of the night. Like I was in a deep sleep, and they weren't close to having been in labor. Yeah. They weren't supposed to be in labor. Yeah. There was no warning coming mm-hmm. up about it. And I'm like, I answer the phone. I'm like, hello? Because <laughs> it's like two o'clock in the morning. Yes. And, and he goes, uh, I don't know what his name was. It's John. And I'm like, John who? <laughs> and I'm like pissed at this point. Yeah. So-and-so's husband. Dead. It takes you for a second because it's 2 Dead. o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, oh, God. Do I know you? Yeah. And they're like, it's so-and-so's husband. She's in labor. Oh, and then shit. You feel shit. Like oh, my God. I'm garbage. so sorry. <laughs> That's oh, hilarious. Yeah. I so felt I do horrible. So it's even more important that you do put John, Rebecca's partner. Yes. <laughs> That's what I do. I put John slash Rebecca's partner. Because if I just put their name, especially partners, yes. if I just put the partner's name, John Smith, for sure I'm not going to answer that call. Or I am going to say hello because I'm going to assume he's going to try to sell me duct cleaning or something. Now that you've said it, my phone is going to ring no, 15 no. times now for duck Because your phone is listening. Mine too. Yeah. yeah. All so, our phones are listening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So that's a good hack. Like just so you know who the hell is calling you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for yourself. If I mean maybe. I used to have a different ring tone. Oh, for clients? For, for clients. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. The song that's I cute. had. The song I had was uh, the Black Eyed Peas. Um tonight's gonna be a good good night because i'm like okay it's two o'clock in the morning it's gonna be a good night yes that's a good one yeah that's i know some doulas that do that too Mm -hmm. cool all right 
Do you have another one? Um, along this same vein, and other people might do this too, I don't even pretend to have invented this, but I do this all the time now and I love it, uh, is to have a WhatsApp group with my clients. Yes. I do that with all of my, my birth clients for sure, and if postpartum clients that have hired me for like a long, a very long postpartum contract. Yes. I do a little WhatsApp group. I find that it's sort of like direct, immediate communication between the three of us, and we can all contribute to yes. the conversation as it goes along. They can uh, sort of update me as they're sitting in the waiting room, you know, this and that. Oh, yeah. Because some people are, they will do that. They'll update you like every five minutes at, their, yeah. at the doctor's office. Yeah. That's great. And, um, I really like it. So having a WhatsApp group and it also, I leave them on my WhatsApp because I follow up. Yes. I follow up, uh, even after we're done, I follow up at three months. Yes. I follow up at six months and oh, then I send a happy nice. birthday Aww. thing, um, at a year and I leave it all. And then I delete them after a year. Then yes. I delete them. Now I have Airtable, all of that, all of their information is still on Airtable. Yeah. But I delete them off my WhatsApp. Right. Um, I only just yeah. downloaded WhatsApp. I had it years ago, but I have some, oh, I have so I have some special personal issues with WhatsApp, so I don't like it. Uh, um, yeah. But I've done it. I have so big, big extended family WhatsApp. We have yes. a WhatsApp group for this trip that we're planning for all yeah. the people who are going. Book club WhatsApp. I have a WhatsApp group with my mom, my sister. And it's free. I mean, I think and that's free. the big thing. Yeah, and that's the way that my mom and I talk to each other yeah. all the and time. It's, so it's not contributing to your cell phone bills and texts. That's right. I speak to my mom stuff. long distance several times a week. Yeah. With WhatsApp. She's well, renovating good. her house. She can show me videos. Oh. <laughs> on, you know, real-time videos about how her house rentals are going. Absolutely. So, well, that's yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. All right, so we had another hack um, from Superfan Sam. Uh, she said, I often used a bed sheet to have a tug of war with a laboring parent uh, if it was difficult for them to figure out where to push uh, with a medicated birth. I also use vocalization a lot and would chant with clients to help keep their pelvic floor relaxed. I like that one especially. Like I think sometimes clients feel like, especially birthing in hospitals, they feel like they have to be quiet. They have yeah. to be, you know, yeah. it's like, yeah. no, who cares? Nope. <laughs> you, Make noise. But if you're gonna make noise, it has to be low, low moaning vocalization. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll often I've done this too. Is I've often um, you know be sitting there breathing with them and go mm-hmm. and breathe low, low. and yeah. make a sound when I do it. Yeah, they don't always sort of pick up on that. But I'll say like, look, if you need to make a noise, you can. Yeah. But low. Yeah. I had one client once, and I did that because she had been. She was vocalizing, but it was like, ha, ha, ha. Yes. It was like yeah. very upper register up in her throat. And yeah. I said, no, remember, we need to go down, down. low. Mm-hmm. So by the time it was all, so she started sounding like, you know, a dolphin. A, a dolphin. Mm-hmm. And when it was all over and done with, it was like humpback oh, whale. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yes. But that, it's true because that, those low vocal t- sounds How really do. relax the pelvic Brilliant. floor. Yeah, yeah, that's right. right. Very true. Very true. Thank you, Sam. Yeah. Sam, Sam, the super fan. I, well, we should make her a shirt. Um, I, and I, I've never done tug of war. Um, Me neither. No. So, looping a sheet or something over the squat bar for them to 
to pull on to pull on for pushing i think my problem is when it comes to pushing is i really defer to the nurse that's there yeah. and we'll make suggestions can we try this can we try that um but i also have to remember like this is their house and this is their furniture and this is all their stuff um and i don't always know where the squat bar is i mean yes and at our hospital i do um but i don't know sometimes i get a little bit Mm-hmm. intimidated maybe mm-hmm. is the word yeah you're right even after all these years I still feel that way yeah and honestly the last time I had a client who was laboring in that manner that baby just turned two. Oh wow that's how long ago it was yeah that I've had somebody unmedicated and and pushing in an active not that I've had unmedicated births since then yeah but pushing in a way that was really physically active. Yes. Using the squat bar, open to yeah. things like that, flipping over in hands and knees and then flipping back over, yeah. pulling themselves up and then lying down and doing all those things. It's been two years. I had that this year, or not this year, the end, the beginning of 2019. Mm-hmm. She was incredible. Like when I walked in, she was on all fours on the bed and the nurse was just, and she was pushing. Nurse was over, like, putting stuff together, charting and things like that. And this client was, like, on all fours, then on her back, on all fours, leaning over the back of the bed, turning around, facing the different way on the bed, yeah. doing all this. Yeah. And she said, when can I start pushing? I'm like, oh, sweetie, you You're are. Already You're already doing it. You're already doing it. She's like, oh, okay. And she was on all, I think she was leaning over. I loved this. She was leaning over the back of the bed, I think, at, at this point. And our favorite trolley doctor walked in mm-hmm. and uh she just looked at her and went i guess we could try that <laughs> we'll see yeah and she gives us like and my client never saw it but her husband did my client never saw it and uh and she just kind of gives that like disapproving you know mm-hmm. old lady down the street look right mm-hmm. uh, i guess mm. so then she left and we continued pushing and whatnot Doctors clearly prefer you to be in that semi-seated position. Yes. Um, it's much easier for them. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but in her case, it actually worked out for everybody because being in that semi-seated position was not what the client wanted. She wanted to be untethered. She wanted to be doing what her body was telling her to do. Yeah. But the doctor wanted her to be in that semi-seated position. So the baby split the difference. The baby didn't like the on-all-fours position. Mm-hmm. The doctor didn't really like the on-all-fours position, but mama didn't like the seated position. So the one position that the baby did like was on her side. Uh, okay, fine. <laughs> so, so that so that's the, what the baby was like, oh, I'm sorry, are you guys going to be arguing? Let me be peacemaker here, and I'll just I'll decide because what we're going to do. Because you know what? Do. I've got some plans to get out of here, <laughs> yeah. and I need some help. So <laughs> you could you please? Better. Yeah. Cut your shit. We're yes. going to do this. Yeah. So that was one of the, that was, I mean, I shouldn't rate my burst, but that one was probably, that one was right <laughs> up there. I was really pleased with that one. Yeah. So I started the year strong and ended shitty, but I started the year like amazing. <laughs> oh, the universe. Oh, the universe. Yeah. You're such a joker. Um, so I have another one that has to do with, now this is cold again. Uh, we talked about a jug full of ice water. Yes. But I found at the dollar store at Dollarama, those old-timey ice bags that you yes. see like in old-timey cartoons and somebody yeah. gets bonked on the head and they I plop had a, 
ice bag on their head. I used one last night when I got home. I had a headache when yep. I came home. You, they, they have them. I haven't actually seen. I wonder. I was. They just have them Dollarama. in Shoppers Drug Mart. I, I haven't was, seen them in oh, Dollar Ram. Shoppers in now. Yeah, well, they but probably cost way they're more. Not, I think they're like ten bucks though. They're not that. Yeah. So I, I, they, I bought mine at Dollarama. I don't know how many years ago, and it's still kicking. Yeah, I haven't seen them though. Dollarama isn't just a dollar anymore, so it, it probably, might be like two fifty. Yeah, four dollars or, or something. whatever. Yeah. But still cheap. Cheap. Yeah. And I mean, yesterday I raided Dollarama, so I, I would have seen one. I didn't see one yesterday. I was yeah. there, and I bought like a shit ton of stuff. But I think that's the thing. Like when you go to these like cheap places, Dollarama, yeah. your dollar stores, things like that, just go up and down look, the aisles look and look and things. see what yes. are there things in there that you can utilize, like Ziploc bags that are cheaper. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know. Yeah. Or or paint rollers. Yeah. Paint rollers are great for roll. Don't buy. Don't go to Canadian Tire. And buy paint rollers. Get them at the dollar store. Exactly. Tennis balls, stuff like that, that yeah. you probably heard in your dual training to, for back massage and all that. I will get that say, stuff from. I do recommend clients go to get tennis balls from the dollar store. However. However, I think I know what you're going to say. Wash them first. Oh, put yeah. them through the washing machine because yeah. they do have a very, They're very so chemical gross. smell. They smell it is awful. so bad. Yes. But if you wash them repeatedly in the washing machine, just away. keep throwing them in your washing machine. Yeah. Um, and you put them in your dryer, away. it helps to, what does it help do? Keep Oh, does it take out? the static away? Or static clean? It, I don't think it does because I think they need to be made of wool or something. But it helps like keep the clothes from getting so oh, wrinkly because okay. the balls right. mess around with them. Oh, but yeah, it's true. They smell so gas, like the off, off yes. gassing. Yes. It's enough to like knock your whole family out really. And so, and when you're in good labor, quality tennis balls. Yeah. When mm-hmm. you're in labor, you have a heightened sense of smell, smell mm-hmm. sight, mm-hmm. taste, sound, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So don't, no new cologne, no, you know. Oh no! Don't go to your birth smelling like a rose garden. No, that's nice. Yeah. It's nice. Smell, but it's smell not, clean. Just smell clean, or but not nothing. overpowering. Just smell neutral. Yeah. Just smell neutral. I'm really on the lookout right now, actually, for a good deodorant that really actually has no smell. But that works. But that works. Yes, that's the key. <laughs> um. Anyways, is that doula hack? That's a doula hack. Yep. Um, I use Tom's of Maine. Oh right. Yes. They have a just deodorant line that's just yes. deodorant, not antiperspirant, which I know I use on a regular basis. Right. I but use when I'm going to a birth, yes, I want antiperspirant. Yes. But I don't want to. The only person in the people in the house who use antiperspirant are my sons, and they use those very, oh, very yeah. smelly oh, um, axe. Yeah, or or what's the other one? Degree men yes. or yes. whatever those ones yep. that are wet oh, and they smell gross. like gross, creepy cologne. Yeah, gross, creepy want, men. They, I don't like those. So Tom's of Maine, the they have an antiperspirant line also. Right. That works. And the smell is very subtle yes. baby powder smell. That's I'm, the one that I use. I want, I'm anxious to, to give, have you seen the one that's nature? I think it's called nature. Mm-mm. Tell us your deodorant yeah. What deodorant do you like, use? What do you use to not smell stinky? I'm a 50-year-old, you know post-menopausal woman so i need something that's gonna fucking work i I find that now that i'm post-menopausal myself that that it's less that there's less bo yeah but when when i still get the odd hot flash especially after i've eaten an entire box yes yeah you know lucky charms Mm -hmm. um but (laughs) but that sweat like look 
I don't know. Let's be clear here. I don't we know. We talk about vaginas. We could talk about sweat. I don't know yeah. what the demographics are for our listeners. Um, but if you're, you know, over the age of 45, you know what we're talking about. That smell, that menopause smell no. or sweat. No, don't It know. smells different really? than your 30-year-old sweat. The sweat you are sweating now smells different. I don't, I don't notice it at all. And I think unless, a 30-year-old um, smell is, is worse. Unless mine just smells that way because it's full of sugar. I don't know. Maybe that's... <laughs> but that would be delicious. I don't, that it would does smell, smell a little enticing. sweet. Yeah. It does smell a little sweet. Bad, but mm-hmm. sweet. I'm thinking, well, my explanation for why everything just feels kind of neutered in my body it's at true. this point. Everything is neutered. Libido, neutered. <laughs> Energy, neutered. True. Creativity, neutered. Oh, Therefore, yes. sweat, neutered. Everything to me just feels like flatline. Yeah. And that's why I I feel like, how come I don't have like BO? Like what's going on here? Because I use that deodorant yeah. that is not antiperspirant. It's just, and, and I usually, usually back in the days... I would have to make sure that everything is clean and yes. then I apply it. Oh, yeah. Now, I could skip a shower for two days yep. and I'm like, what's going on? I'm just, yeah. I'm like not here. But I'm I, practically invisible. I sit there and go, am I just nose blind to myself at that point? Like, I don't know if that's what's actually I happening. Ask, I ask my daughter, do, do you smell me? And she goes, no, I don't smell anything. I'm like, yep, neutered. There you go. So, so I don't, I still use that antiperspirant for a burst because that's been my habit all these years, but I save it because I don't like using antiperspirant every day right? because of all of the crap that's in it. But when I take that shower, that pre-birth shower, I use antiperspirant Yeah, because I'm paranoid like that. But (laughs) yeah, that one doesn't have a, doesn't have um, a, a big fragrance. It does have a fragrance, but it's not. Because I've started using like lotions and like to moisturize yeah. my body. Yeah, now, I use now that, lotion. Now that my face is moisturized to the nth degree, yeah. I want to get rid of like the creepy skin. Oh, on my I arm. have to lotion. I'm, yeah. I'm not going. I've never done ashy. that before. So no. the darker you are, the more you got lotion. Uh, you just that's just a fact of life. Don't go to people looking all ashy like you just rolled in the <laughs> just rolled in the sand. See, I'm super you white. Up. You can't tell if I'm ashy. And also, I don't like the feel of. Dry skin. Dry, yeah, feeling dry. So lotion is from when I was a kid. That's what you do. You bathe and you lotion. So you're doing that with your back. Yes, right. because so, it's all dry there. I'm sitting there last night at this birth. We're totally off doula hacks at this point. But I'm sitting there at this birth last night, and I was in one of the rocking chairs, the slatted rocking chairs. Yeah. So it's got the slats at the back. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, and my jacket was behind me. The birth was over, and I was just sort of sitting there putting my notes into the yes. air table. And I was like, did that. And it was like, oh, nice. No. If my fucking bra strap doesn't <gasps> break. Oh, no. And I'm sitting there. Did that? What? <gasps> it feels okay. But then, like, a couple minutes later, I'm like. Your boobs kind of fell down to your knees. Oh, and then you realize you have no Yeah. Support. Like, this one was, like, <laughs> down here. And this one up here was still supported. So, it was the shoulder strap. <laughs> The back, everything was still... So I've got one boob up here, one hanging <laughs> one down up, here. One boob down. I'm like, do I step out and try and fix this? <laughs> no, I think... And I'm looking going, no, I think I'm just going to leave it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just You know go. what? I'm Whatever. leaving You're leaving anyway. So then this morning I go put on a different bra. And if that one doesn't oh keep God. snapping off... You need to go bra shopping. No. Clearly. Clearly. 
I have special clothes that I wear only to birth specifically for that reason. Yes. Because I'm afraid of things breaking, falling off, yep. pulling open or whatever. Yep. I have special pants that I wear only to births. I wear. I have special tops that I wear only to birth. Bras and underwear even. Yes. To, that I wear. That I wear at other times, but... I kind of try to reserve them for yes. birth. So they stay good. Yes. Um, I don't wear my everyday stuff to births because... No. Because I'm afraid. Well, I wear denim just because it, for me... Oh. I wear den like stretchy jeans. stretchy jeans. Which I do um, not understand. I know. You hate you hate. No, pants. I wear jeans. I know. But only if I ha- because I have to. Right. And I don't mind stretchy pants. But as soon as I go home in my house, nope, they're off. <laughs> well, I wear them to births only because I feel like they... They don't take on a lot. They don't, they last well. They don't, you know, I'm usually covered in dog hair, so I can't wear anything that, that, ha- that will that clean. attracts dog hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And jeans don't do that. Uh-huh. Um, but in not fact, comfy. I, I find them terribly comfy. Oh. It's, it's who I am. Yes. But I got dressed for this birth the other day, and I had a black long-sleeved men's work warehouse shirt yeah. that's a little bit longer, but fitted and stretchy and, yeah. and and thicker so I feel warm yeah. but not hot. Yeah. Well, I think I sat down on the couch for like two minutes and suddenly I'm like covered in dog hair going, what the fuck? Yeah. Okay, well, now I'm like rifling through in my head going, what do I have that's clean that I can wear? Yeah. Fucking dog. I love you, Jack. But Fucking dog. Mm-hmm. So the other thing I was going to, the last doula hack that I have, mm-hmm. um, and I did this last night, is I will occasionally, especially when, if the client has the epidural and things like that, and they're not really getting a lot of hands-on sort of stuff, is I will occasionally, like, just touch their leg, touch the under sheet, uh, or, like, over the uh, sheet, but not the blanket, just to see whether they're hot. Mm-hmm. If they're starting to feel like their body's getting warm, then that's like bing, 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 fever, infection, things mm-hmm. like that. So at that point, it's like, oh, you know, these three blankets that you have, we're just going to take those off mm-hmm. now. Because then you know the nurse is going to be in, in, a, in you know, half an hour or so to take your yeah. temperature. Yeah. Let's expose your feet. Let's get some coolness happening here. But I feel okay. It's like, you feel hot to me, mm-hmm. so let's just give this to try and see. Mm-hmm. And that started happening last night. Her fever started creeping up, so she had a couple of blankets. And uh, she's so adorable. She had this, um, she had a robe, but she'd washed it in uh, ivory snow. So oh, it smelled like baby. baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so she had that that she was sort of clinging to and things like that. I'm like, we're just going to take off a few layers here. And we had done a position change, so instead of wrapping her back up again, Oh, we're just going to take that off. And yeah, her temperature had been creeping up. But mm-hmm. then after, started to creep back down again, mm-hmm. thank God. Because mm-hmm. you don't want to have to deal with fever. No. Right? You yeah. don't want to have to deal with any of that. Yeah. So. Okay. So speaking of, along the lines, we're still talking about smells. Mm-hmm. I know that people have different feelings about essential oils. Yes. In terms of their ability to heal things or whatever. But that's not what I'm talking about. No. You can't beat good quality, pure, organic essential oils for smelling yes. good. Yes. Smelling like the thing that they're supposed to smell like. Yes. And um, I know a, a, a couple of doulas who really use a lot of essential oils in, in their in their doula work, in their comfort measures. Yes. Things and, and all of that. I'm not one of them. Uh, I love essential oils and I do use them in my life. Yes. Mostly as aromatherapy, not yeah. necessarily. For yourself. For my, myself. 
I speak to my clients. It's on my list of comfort measures things. How do you feel about smells? Mm -hmm. I just talk about smells. Some people are very averse to any fragrance at all. Some people love certain smells, hate others. And so that's why I talk to them about that because I have teeny tiny, like this big, little teeny tiny vial of pure peppermint oil. And I have another one of ginger and I have another one of lemon. Those are the only three that I would... Actually, I also have lavender. Yes. So I tell my clients, I have those. Are you open to me bringing them? Yes. If they say no, then they clearly don't. don't bring them. No. But if they are open to them, those tiny vials, they're so small. Again, Ziploc bags. Yeah. With some cotton balls in there. And what I do is put a couple of drops and I seal it up. Yeah. And if they're feeling nauseous, if they're feeling overwhelmed, lavender oil, lemon oil, Ginger or peppermint, any one peppermint of those. Peppermint can, can make try. them pee. I've heard that. I've heard that. Putting peppermint, Sm- peppermint they... oil, smell peppermint oil. Yeah. Um, and I use it purely for aromatherapy sake. Yeah. Sometimes people want you to put a little bit of one of those things into the coconut oil. I use plain coconut oil like for massage. Yeah. And I'll do that too, but only if they ask for it. Yeah. I actually don't even offer that because yeah. you don't need that. No. But if and I don't want the whole room, if the whole room smells like oh then something, you're, you're in then trouble. that's too much. Yeah. You so in a Ziploc bag for them to just Yeah. Take a breath of every now and then as they like. Yes. But it can be a really great thing. So I have really you good quality definitely need therapeutic grade. Heavy duty Ziploc, Ziploc bags, bags for that. Yes. I don't even take them out. So I don't prepare them beforehand. Right. No. Okay. No, oh, no, no. good, good, good. So good. I have yes. the oils in the yeah, thing. Yeah, because you would I... want to prepare it and then no, they don't no. use it. And then they don't use it. <laughs> that shit's they're, expensive. And they're expensive and they, they're very strong. Yes. So even if you put, so you put one little drop in there yeah. and you, they huff it and then you zip it back up. Yeah. So I don't mind... I don't mind if the if I walk in and the room smells a little bit like peppermint yes. or a little bit like lavender or lemon yeah. or whatever. I don't mind that. But I certainly wouldn't want to be the one to be the cause of making the room smell. You would also have to make sure that they're pure. Yeah, that's like, what I mean. 100% therapeutic grade. Yeah, because there if are, they're not, like no, anything that has shitty any oils additives. from the dollar store, only Fuck. get the ice bag from the dollar store. Do not buy essential oils. It's no. from the dollar store. Oh, shit. So if that's happening, then my head is exploding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Oh, 1-800-something. So well, there some you duck go. Cleaning. It's not Rebecca Dula client. No, it's... It's duck cleaning. It's Rebecca wanna, duck cleaning. Salesperson. Uh, yeah. Alright. So, those are mine. That's what I have. Have you got any more? You know who has some great dual hacks is Stephanie. Unfortunately, she's not here. She does the, the, so instead of, if the peanut ball isn't available for. Oh, that's a good hack. I do that. I've done that. So if the hospital doesn't have a peanut ball for an epidural to create that space in the hips. Yes, you use that tray. Yeah, use the table. Use the tray table that moves on wheels. And raises up and down. Raises up and down. You put some on top. Yeah, you put something soft and cushy on top and then client just. Puts their leg over it. Yes, yep. I've done that. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's very helpful. And then Stephanie did mention that. Yeah. Mention I'm that one. Think did she mention others? any other ones? I'm trying to think of any others that she does, but that's the only one I really remember. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, if you have any. So this is what we're talking about, Dual Hacks. If you have any 
doula hacks, you know, we can think of any more. Yeah, we, we can we absolutely mentioned. put them in the front. You yes. Know, doula hack corner. Doula hack corner. Yep. Um, also, cheerful, happy, sunshiny stories. Yes. We want some of those. Send, like share us some happy things in your life. Please. Send us pictures of, send us videos of babies laughing and otters and holding otters, their babies. Yes, that that would be good too. Do like that. When do they that float us. on their back with their baby on their tummy, just hug. Come on. If, come if on. If it doesn't melt your heart, you're not human. No, and you're, come on. you're an if evil, you see, evil person. If you see a seven-month-old baby with one tooth <laughs> cracking up until they fall over and you don't, it doesn't make you smile, something's wrong with yeah, you. Something's wrong with you're, you. You're a yeah. meanie, meanie, yeah. lemon squeezy. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I think that's, that's it. it. We have no birth stories because you guys have won't no send us those either. You've all given birth and all. you just want to keep your things secret to I, yourself. And I get it. You know. I totally get whatever. it. Whatever. Even though if we read your birth story on this podcast, you're officially famous. But you don't want to be famous? No. Fine. Fine. Oh, I did want to mention something too. Um, this is coming up in the future. Um, the racialized maternal health, health conference. Health conference. Yes, yes, yes. That's in April, April third, I believe. So it's the Friday. I'm going to just make 100% sure of that. If you live in Toronto and or can come um, to Toronto, or can come to Toronto, the racialized maternal health conference for 2020 is um an awesome why isn't this moving i'm pretty sure it's april 3rd yes it is it's april 3rd located at 585 dundas street east from 8 to 4 what's the website um the website is down at the bottom www.rmhconference.com yes. go look it up um it's we awesome. will be there you'll be there we will be there the pragmatic doodles are going to be there we should have a banner or something. We could get shirts. Or we could get shirts. We totally should. And you can come up to us. You can talk to us. Ask us for our autograph because, you know, we, we have this overinflated sense of our own self-worth. We, we, we may give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> we, we may take, let you take a picture of us. Uh, yeah, that'd be great. The, I've been to the last two. This is the third one. This will be and the first one awesome. I'm going to. They're, they're very really excited. informative, very inspiring, and I can't wait yeah, to Yeah, I'm very excited go. to go. And uh, that's April the 3rd. Also, I will say there's something else happening that I just heard about um, in Toronto in April again. Where is that? i got to look it up. Sorry, people. <laughs> dead air. Oh, feeling dead air. Yeah. Feeling, feeling, it feeling. Is, it is on my, my Facebook Messenger. I found out about it. Somebody said Oh, was that the La Leche League? Yes. Did yes. you get that one? I did from Denise. Yes. Denise. I am 100% going to go to this, the health professional seminar put up by Lily Chile Canada. And um, the topic for this year's conference is diversity and inclusion within the lactating community. So uh, and it, it sounds awesome. It is f also in April. Do, do, do. Where is it? April 14th. Okay. So April is education month. Yep. Uh, Two of my great friends are going to be presenting at the La Leche League um, Health Professional Seminar, Giselle Johnston, oh, who nice. is um, an amazing full-spectrum doula. Mm -hmm. And my other friend will also be presenting there, um, uh, Stacia Stewart. She will be presenting there, too. And I can't wait to go. All right. So two things. In is April, that a Friday as well? No. The 14th? Yeah. I think or no. Um, Anyways, I'll have to look at my calendar. 
I'll have to look at my it brand is, new big ass calendar. Third is the, April is the third. Uh, April third is a Friday. So, oh, it's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. Tuesday works. I Tuesday Tues- works. I can totally. do Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can so all go great. together. Yeah, awesome. Because I have to go with people. I can't just go by myself <laughs> because I have serious <laughs> issues of walking into a crowded space. And I space. have been to so many things by myself just because I want to go. And I feel I like care. an utter fraud, like I don't belong there. And I look really? like a giant mm-hmm. loner sitting in the back, like yeah. a big ass yeah. loser at the I've lunch I've been to table. many, many places where I could have felt like that. But I just don't. <laughs> I I don't do well or in I crowds. Or I don't care. <laughs> I don't do well in crowds, and I don't do well with people oh, I don't you know. totally disappear in crowds. Yes. However, I always feel like I'm being looked Watched. at. Yeah. yeah, I don't. Well, I, I always feel invisible. And apparently now, I am. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. This was good. Right, guys. I hope you learned something. Yeah. I hope this was helpful to you. Um Watch my Instagram. You'll see me. I'm totally going to overshare all of my pictures from my trip. So yes. check out Dula Suzanne and see what's happening with me and my people. And you can follow me at Toronto Doula Group on and, Instagram. And Steph at... Official oh, Doula Steph? I think... Is there an underscore? Official underscore Doula Steph? Something like that. You'll see her. If you put official and yeah. Steph, it'll pop it'll up. It'll come up. She'll come up. Yeah. All right, guys. All right. This is great. Thank you so much for listening. And we hope you have an amazing week. Yeah. And we wish you all the best because when this airs, you will be Wrong. in the Philippines. That's right. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.